0: discovery go through luck 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1
1: what is going on welcome to the star trek warp top 10 podcast How have you been? I am one of your co-hosts, Phil Rizzo, and I am joined by...
2: Luke Boyle. Luke Boyle. Luke. Luke. Luke Boyle. Luke. Luke Boyle. Um,
1: Do you just like saying it?
2: No, I hate saying my name. Really? (laughs) It just doesn't sound right. It doesn't feel right, coming off the tongue. Mm, It's pretty masculine. It's got like guttural
1: sort of sounds.
2: Mm. Luke Boyle. All right. I'll take it
1: done
2: you know you really had me uh going uh kind of feeling depressed right up at the top kind of (laughs) got got a quiet um start to the whole affair and then then you went with that uh that that singing that sing song and that i love so much you know can't complain
1: i'll I'll be totally honest with you i resisted the urge to call it the star track warp top 10 podcast (laughs) literally was going to do that Decided not to, but then you brought it out to me, so there it is.
2: Yeah, good. There we go. Perfect. (laughs) And never again. Best of both worlds. (laughs) Ooh.
1: Hello. (laughs) Part one. (laughs) So, yeah. Hey, we're back. We got another uh, another episode for you. Um, So, this week, we are going to give you the uh, top 10 Star Trek episode titles. I know. I'm interested, too. We're going to get to it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but first, we got a little housekeeping from our last ep. Um, as always, I said many, many things that were either inconsistent, wrong, or just just plain stupid. Uh so we're gonna go ahead and correct those. Uh so Guinan, she had a first appearance, not in q who like I thought maybe, but her first appearance was in The Child, the first episode of season two. Um, she was helping Council Troy get through the fact that she was yet again giving birth to a full-grown human. No, she was giving birth <laughs> to the boy. <laughs> It's just an entity that just entered her, and she yeah. was she was pretty much okay. Just needed a little counseling from a bartender, and she was she got over that pretty pretty quickly. <laughs> so, she's no, no trauma there. So, good job. Brilliant. So, yeah. So, Ganon's Guinan, first episode was that.
2: Yeah, and I think I fought you on saying Q-Who was her first, right?
1: Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I think you were right about that one.
2: Yeah. You don't think. Well you know. D- d- don't. You know. That one,
1: I'm not sure. It's funny. Whenever I'm possibly wrong, my memory just goes fuzzy. It's the strangest thing. I can't. That's odd. I can't. Can't bring it right? Yeah, odd, right? Odd. It's uh, fortunate for me, but it's, uh, <laughs> I'll agree it's odd. Hey, listen, yet again, I'm going to give a shout out to Phil Ferrand, uh, my nitpicker guy. guy. Um, you know, he he very much pointed out the fact that um, Picard laughed at the blade sticking out of his chest. And that was a callback to that story that they told in uh, season two, um, you know, uh, Samaritan Stare.
2: He's telling Wesley about it, right?
1: Yeah, he was telling Wesley about it, and he mentioned that he actually laughed. And then when they did it in, you know, season six episode tapestry, it was still pretty cool. Um, and look, I'm sure, you know, Mr. Ferrand pointed out many things um, that we may have to bring up or, you know, uh, but like it, like we said last episode, we are uh, partially informed by uh, reading those books. And uh, it kind of changed yeah. the way we looked at Star Trek a little bit. It was part of our 90s uh, Star Trek live. So, uh, hey, it's in there. Nothing I can do about yeah. it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So thank
1: you, Mr. Ferrand, once again. Thank you, sir. That's what I got. You got anything from uh, from my last episode? Any housekeeping? Anything you want to take back? Anything you want to take back? <laughs> Maybe like a pick
2: you mean or two? Like one of one of my Q uh episode top hey, man, picks.
1: Hey man, there are no rules, buddy. You want to you want to say that that you were you were you were you were silly for picking that one? You can. You could do that.
2: <laughs> okay. You're can right. Imagine? I should not have picked All good things. That's my number 1.
1: Ah, oh, you had me. <laughs> you know, we 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 purport to be loosey goosey, and then like I was all over you for for like putting a putting a pick out there. I I, I was just, I was just so surprised. I was just hiding so Q, right? Hide yeah. hide and all right. So what does that even mean? Like all the other ones, at least the Q rhymes with you know the word that it's replacing. The blue it's and, a, gray yeah, the, the, Q and actual, the gray. Yeah, the
2: other ones are actual. They're actual puns. Right? It's
1: not even a. It's not even a pun. It's not even. It's not even. No, I'm saying this even, one like, isn't. Right. Oh, right. That's what I mean. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's not even a straight up substitute like rhyming word. Like it's it's just hide and cue. It's something that that it's a child's like nightmare idea. It's, it's <laughs> just something that that like would never, never even happen. It's, it's just so and, bizarre. And it
2: doesn't even make like like uh, logical sense. Like forget about it being a pun. What hide and cue? Like I I could almost see cue and seek. That almost okay. makes a little more sense. I think. But
1: all right. I don't you know, know what? I mean, I guess he plays games. That's about as close mm-hmm. as we came to figuring out why it was called Hide and Cue. So, hey.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I think it's great that you picked that, though. It gives us something to talk about. That's for sure. I love that you're surprising <laughs> me. You know, we, we have these lists. We do not tell each other what the lists are ahead of time just for that reason. I was 100% convinced that that would be buried in your number 13. You would even mention it. Um, yep. Like it was yep. for mine. It was a <laughs> good Quick dismissal. <laughs> <laughs> but there it was.
2: French pigmen. Okay. Not part of the West. <laughs> they were pigmen. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. All right. Were they Twilight Zone pigmen or were they pigmen from Seinfeld? The Kramer saw the pigmen in that hospital. Or were they Tellurites?
2: They kind of look like Tellurites, right? Tellurites. Help me out. I think, uh, oh, boy. Maybe I'm totally wrong on this.
1: Maybe I just forgot the species you're talking about. It's a Star Trek species, right?
2: Yeah, um,
1: Tellurides. Hmm. All right. Well, shame on me. We'll have to check that. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, so, <laughs> now, now that that's over, yeah. all of our baggage from the previous episode. Now that we got that <laughs> out of the way, uh, yeah. So listen, we're uh, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Uh, listen, hit us up. Um, you know, give us a, give us a rating, uh, leave a comment, like, subscribe, do all that. All that stuff. It's its a lot of fun. Um, we're going to try to be a little more um, present on uh, social media.
2: And in general, in life.
1: Yeah. If you leave a comment, well, uh, hey, maybe we'll give you a shout out on the next pod.
2: Yeah. E- review we'll a a, Read reviews. Yeah.
1: Good even or even bad. It's a negative. Give us Good a bad, or bad review.
2: Yeah, for sure. No problem. All right. So that's right. enough for the uh, self-promotion, I think, right?
1: Enough of that. So we are talking about episode titles today. Yeah. So I love... Episode titles. Okay, I think you know this. Um, it's one of my things that I like knowing. It's one of the things I like looking at. Um, I just like pouring over episode titles, lists, seasons, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so so for those of you out there who aren't 106 years old like we are, um, there was a time when you could not easily access episode titles. There was mm-hmm. a time when TV shows did not care about episode titles uh, because no one was ever going to see it except for the production staff um, and. Uh, Titles weren't, weren't a big deal, Um, say, pre-internet, pre, you know, late 90s. Um, you know, nobody cared. The Simpsons uh, were naming their episodes things just to remember, like, uh, you know, Homer versus Thanksgiving, or, you know, Bart versus Thanksgiving, Homer versus Death, Homer versus Lisa, Homer versus Patty right. and Selma. Just the ways they would quickly remember the episode in and among themselves. Um, right. You know, yeah. You know, Seinfeld started doing the episode titles where they had the the something, you know, the stall, you know, this and that, the the label maker. Um but that was again just early on a way to just kind of, you know, remember what the episode was about.
2: Yeah, it's just behind the scenes.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I love talking about uh, news radio at one point in the mid 90s. They just started mm-hmm. the naming episodes after Led Zeppelin albums. They just started. <laughs> there, there's a run of episodes that's just called The Song Remains the Same, Houses of the Holy, Led Zeppelin 1, Led Zeppelin 2, <laughs> Led Zeppelin 3, Led Zepp- I swear to God, Led Zeppelin 4. And no, one just I called Zoso. Love I, I love it. <laughs> So yeah, people did not pay attention to episode titles. Uh, as I mentioned in the previous pod, when I got the Phil Ferrand Nitpicker's Guide books, one of the main reasons I wore them out looking at them is because they had the episode lists in there. And I just loved the fact that I could go down the list and go, oh, yeah, that episode, I like that. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. It just wasn't right. out there for you to, right. for you to just, just digest. Um,
2: and one of the reasons uh, why you're able to connect a written list of the episodes with what they were um, is because Star Trek was always the notable exception. Uh, they always show, I, I mean, obviously as everyone who's listening to this knows, they always show the uh, episode name, mm. um, all the way back to the original series. So it's always stood out, uh, in that sense.
1: Yeah. Not a lot of shows did that. Um, matter of fact, it's funny, the TV guide always had the episode title in there. Um, yep. at, at first you didn't really know what it was. Like you look at an episode of Night Court and you're like, oh, that was called Her Honor. That's interesting. Cause she was a judge. <laughs> I get it now. That's why they named it that, you know,
0: right. it's kind of cute, right. but
1: you know y- y- unless you looked at the TV guide you kind of didn't know that
2: so and if i'm I mistaken was, i i i want to say that you were probably one of the only um sub 25 year old people in the world who had his own tv's guide subscription in the 90s
1: <laughs> i mean well i mean the household did i know that um
2: no i thought it was but, just you
1: no no i personally didn't um <laughs> i did have all 20 was that a joke were you making a joke no, I thought. Oh, it was I, true. I, you're laughing! I'm like, it, 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 was it not supposed to have a, a description? No, I mean, the, we <laughs> it did for be the, going for the along family. with the <laughs> <joke> family. <or?
0: laughs>
1: it's like, wait a minute, isn't it? A, it's
2: that would be not, truly, like, truly pathetic.
1: You have to be 25 to rent a car and get a TV guide subscription. I don't know where you're going at all with that. Nah, is it, we, we, I mean, we had the TV guide, but we also had the the TV week. It used to come in the newspaper, right? I and mean, maybe it still does. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But mm-hmm. every Sunday, you get like the TV for that week, and you. Thursday, I'm watching freaking T.J. Hooker or whatever was on. You know, you'd be all into it, and you had the episode title in there. Uh, so, uh, so that was cool. So yeah, so so it hasn't always been in our fingertips, but it is now. And Star Trek, yes, has always put their episode titles right up front and center. So uh, we get a chance to uh, talk about them today. It's you know, <laughs> this <laughs> it strikes me. This may not be like the most like interesting topic you could ever think of. I mean, it's just you know, titles. It, you know, you kind of wouldn't do it with books you know or yeah, uh, yeah. movies maybe but it seems like you wouldn't you wouldn't do it with books but i mean i don't know for me this is a fascinating subject so uh i
0: don't it know. is yeah what
2: i, I think, think we 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 came up with this one and um and as we're speaking and recording right now we're coming to the realization maybe we might be in the minority of people <laughs> or of star trek <laughs> fans that uh, that actually uh, care about this stuff <laughs> I have to think, you know, I have to think that among Star Trek fans, at least it's probably um, an outsized proportion of people because as we said, since Star Trek has always put them out there for you right up on the screen, they've always, they've always obviously put thought and artistic license to, into what they were naming their, their episodes. So I, I got to think that some people might be interested, maybe five. Five or six people might be interested in this episode. Well, that's
1: five out of the nine that are listening, so that's great. That's a good that's a good ratio, right?
0: All right. Yeah, All right. Fair enough.
1: Thank you, nine. So, yeah. So, so look. Hey, <laughs> this, this is episode titles. Uh, you know, I feel like some writers, creators, whoever – usually it's the writer who, who, who um, comes up with the title. I feel like some of them put work into it. Some of them don't. Um, I feel like the writers <laughs> that are into um, the titles, they, they they go out of their way and they do research and they try to come up with good titles. And those are kind of the ones that I tried to find today. Um, the ones that don't, like I said, are the ones that kind of don't, you know, the ones where it's just sort of called, um, you know, I don't know, family, brothers, you know, yeah, the, the right. couple, couple in a row in next gen season, season four, you know, they just kind of like, you know, evolution, like they get shortened to the point, they get the job done. Um, you know, but there's nothing, there's no, you know, there's no pun, there's no double entendre, there's no, you know, joke, it's just, it is what it is, it's an episode title. And those people are, you know, it's great, they just write their episode, <laughs> doesn't mean the episode's good or bad just means right. you know, they didn't put much work into the title. <laughs> but that's not for me. I I I want I I want to I want to hear a title and go, "Oh, okay, that's cool." You know what's really great? Um when you watch The West Wing. Uh, because mm. Aaron Sorkin is very very good at naming his episodes. He doesn't um, you know, hide them or shroud them in metaphor. Usually they pop up in the episode um right. you know, in the dialogue, which is his forte. And uh and you know, that is also um his shows are always the titles right up front. Uh, like Star Trek. So you'll see the title and like, you know, it's one of those ones where you'll hear it and you go, oh, okay, cool. Usually when that happens in like movies or TV, there was a great family guy joke about this where you hear it, you know, and you're like, Ugh, I get it. You know, <laughs> I need to, I need to become Superman for the quest for peace. Like that, that was a family <laughs> guy joke. <you> know? <laughs> Peter, of course, loved when that happened. But you know, a lot of people just, you know, eh, you didn't have to do that. You know, you didn't have to say it. But uh, right, right. when Sorkin does it, it kind of works. Uh, kind of works. Star Trek—they don't do it that much. Um, you know, no, I, I, I would
2: say not. Yeah,
1: I didn't use that as criteria, but you know, very hey, when we're going down a list, interesting. We'll yeah,
2: I'm, I'm, I uh, just, just running through my head right now. I feel like they very, very rarely do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, <laughs> I'm looking at my, a couple of my my picks. I'm sorry. There's, there's <laughs> my number ten, for example. They do say it in the episode, but it's kind of cool. Okay, and I think well, the mine rest, too. Actually. Not even, not even close. <laughs> oh there's it's, two it, two out of ten it, there you go I just quickly went through my list
2: I think me too actually exactly two out of ten
1: and the first so one and ten both have uh, they say it in the episode so there you go
2: so it could go the either ten one. ten and uh, yeah my my tenth and my third but only because they could not
1: oh so anyway. okay okay, okay. Right. is it just called like the <laughs> <laughs> if that way they just have to say it at some point if. <laughs> all right yeah so yeah we we get it you love episodes all right episode titles all right cool no problem (laughs) you ready ready to rock this thing or what
2: oh this is so far off the rails and by which i mean just it was never on the rails
1: no no it was never on the (laughs) rails we kind of built our own train this week i I, I love this this is gonna be this is gonna be great
0: it's gonna be our best episode yet
1: but it is. By the time we get to eight, you and I are going to be laughing like crazy, and and I don't mean my eight; I just mean eight in general. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a fun ep. Um And if it isn't for anybody else, I'm sorry, but it's definitely going to be for me. So this this <laughs> is one this is one of my things. So uh, I'm excited, and I'm going to All go right. first. Why don't you kick say? us off? I'm going to kick go. us off. Yep. Number ten. Blink of an eye. Okay. Yes. This is well, this is one where they say it. This is Voyager. Um, I, You know, I want to say, I, I didn't look up the season, actually. From memory, it's either five or six. I can't remember which one it is. But okay. it's uh, Voyager, season five or six. A, a phenomenal episode. Um, again, the episode, quality of the episode is not really how I use to uh, make my decisions with the top ten.
2: Yeah, why don't we, why don't we uh, f- uh, do, do you want to uh, just briefly, we didn't do our usual. Uh...
1: Right. How we pick. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, so. So I pretty much just the episode title. Like, that's it. Like, and here's the thing. It, 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 if it struck me as funny, I put it on the list. If I thought it was just so mm-hmm. cool, I put it on the list. Mm-hmm. And if I thought it fit it perfectly, I put it on the list. So my criteria was changing as I was looking at all these episode titles of every show.
2: Um, nice, nice.
1: So it wasn't like, okay, my favorite episodes and then the titles from there. No, I just, I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh yeah. Did right. You, they named it that. All right. I'm putting that on the list. You know, this yeah, was, the was the most uh, loose I've ever been with 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 the top. 10. I
2: can I can only imagine. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I and, and I my understanding was that was our assignment, our yeah. self assigned assignment was just the titles themselves, nothing to do with the episode uh, right. per se. Yeah.
1: No. Is that is that kind of what you did? Yep. <laughs>
2: yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. All right. Great. Um. No. So yeah. Basically, what I what I I figured I'd do it from early on was just, I, I I picked out episodes from my terrible brain as ones that I've always remembered and always stood out to me. And I figured, you know, that must all be for one reason or another. So I figured that was a pretty good uh, way to go about it. So hmm. that's what I did. Nice.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, I, I kid you about hide and cue last week, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But, I mean, honestly, it's, it's whatever. It, it's whatever it is. We ended up having a great conversation about it, and that is the whole point. Um, and that's kind of what what we're thinking with this, you know, this topic as well. I mean, it's just just going to create conversation, um, <laughs> you know, and hopefully we'll, we'll – We
2: uh, we'll, are trying so hard. We're so defensive about this <laughs> topic. <laughs> that's true. And the more and more we try to defend it for no reason um, – the sadder and sadder I get it's, about It's it. going
1: to be just a screaming match at nobody by the end of, <laughs> end of the pod. Just, you know
2: what? F you. I love titles. Oh, God. You're just so – you're promising so much uh, from this episode. <laughs> it's, it's really making me anxious.
1: I <laughs> Loved Wings. All right. All right. Just, trust me. It's, it's going to slide right into place. You ready? And go. Blink of an eye. We're there, baby. So, Voyager. So, this is an episode where they encounter this planet – and this planet is like I don't know. It's just it's just spinning super fast, or whatever the <coughs> science fiction behind it is. The time moves along way faster on the planet than it does in orbit where Voyager is. So Voyager okay. or the, or the Skyship, as they called it, because it's there for almost the entirety of this planet's timeline. Um, that's how yeah. fast it moves. Really fascinating episode. A lot of that fun.
0: That is fascinating. Yeah,
1: so they're 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 going back and forth, juxtaposing between what's going on on Voyager, and they don't realize what's going on. They're just kind of like they don't they don't know that time is moving super fast down there. Um, what I can remember anyway. And then they're cutting back mm-hmm. to the time, and they show like early man, you know, sort of building the first um, you know uh, calendar or something, a, a telescope to look at Voyager for the first time. And then when mm-hmm. they cut back, it's like you know i I forget the specifics. When they cut back, it's like the Renaissance, and they cut back, it's like. You know, they're they're just discovering space travel, you know. So, you're seeing this entire planet's, you know, whole timeline. So, it's really cool. So, yeah. So, it's called Blink of an Eye. I think that's really cool. It really succinctly sums up, you know, what's really cool about the episode. And, yes, Janeway at one point goes, unless we want to live our lives in the blink of an eye, we need to blah, 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 you know. Um, Right, right. So, again, that wasn't why I picked it. I, 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 This (laughs) was actually – this was like on the outskirts. This was on the bubble and then – I had something else like, and this is weird. Like really, like like at the number five spot, and anyway, I looked at it again. I was like, really? "Why is that even on the list?" Like I don't know why it was even at five at one point.
2: It went you know, from five to the same zero right now.
1: <laughs> about doing this pod with me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but specifically, this this title.
1: <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, so yeah. So it, the blink of an <laughs> eye, got <laughs> in number ten, and then I moved things around. But uh. All
2: right. Yeah. So that's,
1: right. that's it. number ten.
2: That's cool. It's uh two things that come to mind. Um, about that the episode, uh, the plot is uh, obviously they kind of ex- it. Uh, it sounds like they weren't really giving a nod to uh like relativistic effects of uh, like time dilation specifically, but um maybe that's where they're going with it. But you said it had to do with the spin of the planet. I don't you remember know what? this episode. I don't remember. Do not
1: do not quote me on that. I forget. Okay. I forget the science okay. fiction. I just remember the nuts and bolts. Okay. Because obviously <laughs> that that's go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. I just wanted to point out. I thought you were going to go. You said, "Dude, you know what? Say your second thing." It might be the thing I was going to bring up.
2: Go. Well, my first thing uh, was uh, immediately made me think of uh, Interstellar, where they go down to the to the planet in the massive uh... gravity uh, well of its star. I believe, if I remember incorrectly. And when they come back up to their ship, you know, it's been 15 minutes for them on the surface. They go back to the ship and it's been like 42 years or something. Mm.
1: Well, Um, I mean, that's clearly where they got the idea probably. Or if they were – I didn't mention this. Or if they were stealing it from the one Simpsons treehouse of horror where Lisa (laughs) builds the little universe and Bart is the destroyer Uh, and like she watches them, you know, I've created Lutheran. she's watching them nail the the (laughs) the theses on the the front door, (laughs) you know. So like she sees that whole thing in that 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 so I mean that that's exactly the same type plot but uh, this one was a little more stretched out with a little more a little more humanity behind it and uh, hmm. oh I should have mentioned also uh, Daniel Day Kim played the astronaut who finally reached Voyager oh wow um, and
2: then that's cool.
1: uh, yeah and then quickly left because he realized his life was you know just passing quickly um,
2: oh wow oh so know. he went back to his planet yeah when he went back it must have everyone yeah, he knew years was
1: dead. and years had passed yeah. yeah.
2: Um, wow. really really really, cool. really
1: good episode yeah cool episode Very they, cool. They, they they stretched it out it didn't uh didn't feel worn or anything yeah um again it, it's a sci-fi thing that i guess we have seen before but uh we're not talking about the plot we're talking about the episode title i thought it fit perfectly
2: well i'm talking about the plot so <laughs> shut up uh cool okay my number 10 go uh ensign rowe nice um for some reason <laughs> no idea this this like i said i i, I kind of just took ones that have always stood out in my head. I don't know why this episode title, the episode in general, and Ensign Roe herself, the character. Um, but just the episode title being Ensign Roe always just struck me. Not in <clears throat> like, uh, uh, you know, not like I was fascinated by anything. It's just, I don't know, always stuck out in my head. But I want to say, like, you know, when I started thinking about it is, could it be the only episode in all of Star Trek that's named after um like a character like a regular at least a semi-regular character hmm. i'm sure there have been episodes that have been named after um you know just just the name of like uh, a character from that one episode yeah
1: outrageous akona uh, or, uh, or there you go um, right there you go. right but not not a recurring i mean surely david's name are in titles but not like, oh
2: yeah, just him yeah. you know right so right you.
1: not that um, i can think of
2: yeah me neither i think it is and that's why I said, "cool." Yeah, number ten.
1: And I love the fact that um, it's uh, reiterating what Row does when Picard calls her ensign Laren. You know, it, she's defiant. Yeah. like she's yeah. she's traditional. She's ensign Roe, not ensign yeah. Laren. So that's kind of cool. But a little point. Yeah, in there
2: yeah, that's true. Very good point about that, yeah, being kind of a particular, um a uh, little bit of a plot point in the show. Yeah, a little,
1: little character for her. And, yeah. and you know what? And I never thought of the fact that that just, you know, you don't see many that are just like, uh, you know, Barkley.
2: You know I'm just called? Right, like, right. Bones, you
1: know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's
2: what I'm saying. I don't think there are. I don't think there are any. N-
1: none that I can think of. Hey, if you guys can think of one, boom. Please, shoot, please shoot tell us.
0: us. Um, Tweet it.
2: Even, even the one you mentioned and the one I thought of in my head, uh, I didn't say out loud, but like, I am mud. Um mm, right. Yeah, it's it's not just the name, you know. It's, Indeed, it's the, it's I, it's you know, it's or it's the outrageous. So I don't know. Interesting. Ah, yeah, not it's interesting. Interesting I never, never thought about
1: all. that. It is interesting. See, this is what I love about like episode titles. <laughs> I, I've loved Ensign Rowe for years, and I never thought about yeah, the fact of the that character. it was the just just a character's name, just plainly said. You know, Lieutenant yeah. Frank. You know, it was, that wouldn't mean that wouldn't work <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Number nine. All right. So this is Unification Part Three. Okay, or Unification Three. So, yeah, yeah, so I I barely remember the episode. I remember I didn't really, it wasn't great. Um, This is from Discovery Season Three. Um, And in the middle of Discovery Season Three, I kind of, you know, kind of waned a little bit with my interest. Uh, It picked up steam towards the end. But the episode title, I think, I mean, I'm asking the question now is this the first time in TV history in which a show. Has sort of continued with an episode sequel from another show, so yeah, Next Generation had Unifications question. Part One and Two, and
2: right. now they're like, obviously like a two-part episode, like just right. back to back, right?
1: Right, and the fact that this doesn't have anything really to do with that plot—not the specific plot. Um, there right. are there are you know thematic in spirit
2: very yes. much does yeah right. right. There
1: are things in the theme of the of the plot of, of the episode that right. you know may tie into you know unification and being unified. But right. I thought it was really cool that they named it Unification 3. Like, it's just kind of like, it really ties into cool. the whole universe, you know? Uh, yeah. and, it, and it occurred to me, much in the same way you were thinking about Ensign Rowe. Has that ever been done before? Like, has, has anyone ever, you know, has there ever been an episode of, history, yeah. of Buffy where it was like uh, the one where Ross gets a 10, part two? You know, like, no one's ever done that, you know? Like, <laughs> right, I know, right. I know it's all Star Trek. And obviously, that that's a weird example, but I thought it was kind of <laughs> cool. Like, even if it's just a straight up homage and they're like, Wow, we should call it Unification, but they already have one. All right, well, let's call it Unification 3. Or, now that I'm saying yeah. that out loud, is it the fact that they couldn't call it Unification because there was already a Star Trek episode hmm. called Unification?
2: Good point. Yeah, maybe they were they felt like they were forced to do it, in a sense.
1: Maybe. It didn't it stop them three. from naming a movie First Contact, though, did it?
2: Well, that's true.
1: Or that's Nemesis, true. for that matter, um, which was a Voyager episode.
2: Or a DS9 episode after... A TNG episode had nothing to do with the other. Emissary.
1: Oh, right. Right.
2: Although TNG was go. the emissary, I believe.
1: Yeah, you, you know, you are right. It was the emissary. Yeah. Oh. But Nemesis was definitely just Nemesis on Voyager. And yeah, First Contact yeah. was definitely just First Contact. I guess you get away with it by saying it's actually called Star Trek Nemesis or Star Trek First
2: Contact. <laughs> I don't think there's like a legal uh, issue that they had to contend with. <laughs>
1: Probably not. I don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody at Paramount was like, "Can't happen!" Like he just wouldn't let it. Let it wouldn't let it happen. You know. He, no. he talk. He talks like that. He's very. He's very. He's very. Uh, what's his face? Mr. Paramount. No, he's very uh toast of London. Uh, what, what's the actor oh. from? Uh?
2: Uh, Barry. Um. <laughs> Matt Barry. Matt Barry, right? Yeah,
1: right. He's very new. No, it cannot happen. You know, he's, I, I immediately pictured him at the head of Paramount Studios. <laughs> what We Do in the Shadows. I love it. What's well, Jackie Daytona, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if, you, if you don't know who Matt yeah. Berry is, IMDb him now and watch What, what We Do in the Shadows.
2: Yeah. Um, the, what We Do in the Shadows uh the the FX series. Um yeah, right. although the uh the original mockumentary movie is uh is great as well. But, you know, uh, I didn't see, I didn't see, see the movie.
1: I didn't see the movie.
2: Yeah. Okay. I, I prefer the series, actually. I think the okay. series is, is just hilarious.
1: Got to check it out. I don't know why I had to invoke Matt Berry there, but I felt like he was the one who was saying that. <laughs> that yeah, is my – uh, Oh, he's awesome. He's amazing. Uh, yeah. That's my number nine. What do you got?
2: <laughs> Matt Berry is my number nine. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> um, number nine. Uh, this is kind of a uh, uh, – a two-parter, uh, in a way, the naked time, which is oh. the original series, and the naked now from next gen. Almost the same episode. The the, the crew uh, get infected by something, something in the water. I think even in both of them, I think it's something in like the local water, um, that just makes everyone drunk, or like beyond drunk, like no <laughs> inhibitions whatsoever.
0: Right.
2: Um, both pretty awful episodes um although they have some great like inadvertent comedic moments probably i'd say <laughs> um like wesley uh i oh. can't i can't even i can't even um yeah just a young uh wesley acting drunk um and basically what does he does he like imprison like the engineering uh, team? He puts up a force like, field
1: because him and him and the uh, the agent with his tractor were, beam were playing with the
2: isolinear chips,
1: so they yeah. wanted to put the chips back in. And he was yeah, and he was just just put up a force field that they couldn't get down. <laughs> the child put up a force field that they couldn't get down.
2: Uh, the drunk, child. yeah, yeah. So so the, uh, apparently so this was the third so the next gen the naked now was the third episode. Um, counting And count,
1: point is two.
2: Right? right? You're right.
1: So, I mean, let's, I feel like it was like like the first was, one, right?
2: It was the first episode after the pilot, which was I, a two-parter. Yeah. Which is insane. The, the whole premise of the episode is everyone's acting out of character, but you don't even know these people yet. I
1: feel um, like, I feel like it was, I mean, obviously you know this and you know, I feel like it, it was, a, it was just a way to connect to the original series. It was like, Hey, you know, let's, we got to keep think our so. fans. Yeah, you know, that's I what mean, I the think. The title says it all, right? I mean, it's the naked that, time. Right, I mean naked exactly, now.
2: exactly. Um, but, but anyway, getting back to to, to the titles themselves, um, both of these always just like struck me as being like very, very intriguing. Like the naked time. Like, what does that even mean? Like a, a naked like singularity, or um, you know, it ends up being a lot more metaphorical than um, you know. I I always thought of it because. Again, a lot of these titles are just like almost like in my subconscious. Um, and like I remember – I like I was aware of them before I even realized which episodes they might have even referred to. <laughs> right. Um, again, because it just gets shown right up there on the title card in the beginning of the, sh- the episode. So, But anyway, I don't – yeah.
1: I, I didn't I think know these, what the next-gen always... one referred to because I had never seen the original one. So, I mean, it was so weird. Like the naked now, what does that even mean? Right.
2: Right. Right. But it's cool, right? Yeah. I don't know. Cool, yeah, it's cool. Cool. Cool sounding. Cool of course, when singing. I was,
1: you know, in seventh grade, I uh, or when I started <laughs> watching it, I thought it was just because you know Yar and Data got naked.
2: Right. The naked now. The fully functional Data. Yeah. The fully
1: functional. It's a command. Right. It's, it's a, a command. command. <laughs> naked now. I will comply.
2: <laughs> I was like, or yeah, you know, like. Uh... <laughs> This <laughs> is mm-hmm. when Bart and Melhouse go to see Naked Lunch. <laughs> and they're so disappointing they're coming like, out of
1: the theater. I think of two things wrong with that title. <laughs> or at least something like that. I think if, 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 yeah. Nelson yeah. said it. They, I mean, Nelson was there, too. It was when they went on the road trip oh, really? to, uh, to uh, Knoxville yeah. World's Fair. Oh, that's right. Right. Yeah. So that Martin and the four of them were on a road trip. It was funny.
2: Oh, man. Naked Lunch.
1: Yeah. Anywho. Naked that's, now. Naked Naked now.
2: Uh, so my number number
1: nine. All right, my number eight. You are gonna love it. We mentioned it before on um, a previous hmm. pod. It is Operation Annihilate. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. How could this not be one of <laughs> the greatest titles arc. of all time? And that that's what it was. We did not yeah. mention the exclamation point exclamation uh, point on the uh, uh, on the oh, previous we were pod about last time. Oh, we, really? we mentioned how like well, you brought it up as one of your it was one of your season finale uh, yeah. list on your list for season finale. Yeah. and I had how seen it, heck? but I didn't include it in my list.
2: What the hell was that one of my season finale picks? It was. Probably because- No, no. I, be, I, I know. I know. I just- Oh, I think it had a lot to do with um, uh, Leonard Nimoy, actually. Just his acting. I think it was just because uh,
1: they, they were going to brain them with the clubs. I think that's why you put it up there. They were going to brain us with these clubs. Um, <laughs> And I actually wrote that to remember to say it again. They were <laughs> going
2: to brain us with these clubs. I wrote the words. That's, a, that's what Kirk says. I, after I just they've wanted- overcome them and they find these- <laughs> These clear plastic clubs I <laughs> Brain us.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Which incidentally why if if you look at our uh, what is it it's on the Instagram page or the Twitter page?
2: Oh yeah, it's our Twitter banner, that's it's right. The, the yeah.
1: Twitter banner is those dudes <laughs> running with the brain in clubs. So yeah. <laughs> if you want to know what a brain club looks like, check out check out the Twitter banner. They uh, are and they are, so, they are so set to annihilate, too. And they're running, like, full speed, just screaming as you run, which, <laughs> incidentally, cut, cuts down on your speed. I don't know if you've ever tried to run and scream at full
2: speed oh, yeah, yeah full it's
1: volume. It's, it's hard. really hard to do both. Um, yeah. You know, you get I mean, I can barely up, but, breathe
2: while I run, so.
1: And it's not a zero dynamic. You're stuck in the air. Anyway, so <laughs> it's garbage. But, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I mentioned this on the previous pods. So I don't want to be the death. But the fact that you would name an operation. Annihilate with a question <laughs> with a question with an exclamation
0: point is The question mark would be <laughs> <laughs> what kind
2: operation of operation annihilate what kind of operation would that be <laughs> I'm not even sure <laughs> what That's, you're gonna do
1: might as well just put the question mark at the end of operation because at that point you don't know what the hell you're doing operation <laughs> so yeah so annihilate with a fucking exclamation point is just it's, 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 um, what, a, what a title What a name What a way to name an operation um, I think I mentioned like, There's <laughs> never been an operation In the history of the world That has been named Annihilate With a, with an exclamation point So Well done My number eight With or without
2: Amazing <laughs> uh, Yeah so my number eight Lonely Among Us um, Yeah uh, Again Just uh, Very Very cool title It's just it, it, I don't have anything Like to even say about it Other than like yeah, I don't know, it's just very it's a very kind of poetic sounding uh, title. Indeed. Uh but not like in uh, you know, heavy-handed kind of way. And I always forget what episode it actually is. So it's TNG uh season, season one, 1 episode. Yeah. Um and I think it's the uh, the one where uh something in a cloud infects uh
1: no. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. No. Yeah. I the it? the blue electricity sort of shooting through the consoles.
0: I. Th- oh, yeah. It's. A, they I also have
1: two. I think, I think it's also the one with two delegations on the Enterprise as well. I think. I want to
0: say the yeah, Antidians right.
1: and somebody else. I can't remember the other ones. it was some like. I don't know
2: possum looking species and you know. Wait. Maybe. Oh, that's the Tellurites. It's what. That's the Tellurites that I was telling okay. you about. Really? Get out of here. Yeah, and and Andorians. Yeah. I have no clue what you're talking about. I'm thinking of different
1: species, so maybe maybe I'm wrong. If it's Lonely Among Uh, Us, they definitely weren't Andorians in Lonely Among Us.
2: Nope, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm thinking of um, an original series episode.
1: Okay. Never mind. Carry on. All right. Lonely Among Us. It is a good title. I do like it. It's way better than the episode itself from what I remember, so...
2: Well, from what we don't remember, more to the point. Yeah, it's true. Um, and again, like these
1: I, these subpar episodes. Yeah. Like I, I didn't watch them twelve times. You know, like I did the right, other episodes. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm scrambling. I'm grasping at straws here, trying to remember what the episode even is. No, but you you know this. Hey, we're not like, talking it's, about It's that definitely episode. the one. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Scroty episode. Let's yeah, just say it's about it. um rabbits
1: who uh who you know killed a religious leader. Let's just let's just call it that.
2: Oh yeah, that's the one. That's yeah. right.
1: It was a good episode. Lonely among us, good great call. title.
2: Good job. Yeah. yeah. Great. All
1: right. I'm I'm, I'm moving on then. All right. My number seven. You're going to love this one again Moist Vessel. This is Lower Deck Season One. Moist. What is it? Moist Vessel. What is this from? Lower Deck Season One. Oh. Really? That's the name of the episode? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I know what you're thinking How is that not number one But I've got better ones coming So don't worry
2: <laughs> Okay
1: But for now Moist vessel It's the moment Mariner Like the captain Doesn't know what to do with her Because she's so disrespectful So she promotes right. her To right, make right, her right. like Participate in all the boring um, Senior officer stuff And <laughs> I, I, ha- I have to point out There's there's, I, I rewatched this episode cause, Just because I wanted to You don't need to Because there's no water Or any kind of moisture In the vessel really In the episode it's just kind of it's certainly metaphorical the way they're using it. I couldn't really figure out how it was yeah it's good. but it's called moist vessel, so it's on my list and <laughs> dude do you remember there was a moment i was i was i was literally like die i I, I couldn't breathe it was mariner like comes back into her quarters from like mm. you know going through some torturous I don't know. Maybe like the stand-up act that the captain was doing. They were doing like a talent show or something. She for oh, right, right. senior officers, so she yeah. falls face-first onto her bed and just lays there for a split second. And then an announcement comes over: "Mariner, report to, you know, so and so for a poker game or something with the senior staff." <laughs> and she just goes, "Ugh!" And she rolls off of her bed and then out like. Off camera, like she rolls off <laughs> off the bed, onto the floor, and then just keeps rolling, dead like dead weight, like right out of frame. I pictured her rolling all the way down the corridors to the uh, – <laughs> I was dying. That was also the episode where, where Tendi is – she ruins that other officer's ascension, quote-unquote ascension. Oh, no, right. So <laughs> she, she just bugs him to assist him with it the whole time, and then at the end, like he, he – Goes through this horrible, like, like scary, you know, all-knowing sort of ascension. He wasn't ready for, you know, what he was. What he was, some the, the truth koala or something, just completely blew his mind. Like at the end, reminded me of the the truth tortoise from Rick and Morty or the yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah yeah, right. So,
0: (laughs) but uh,
1: and again, the title's really got nothing to do with any of that stuff. But the fact that it made me laugh and it was just called Moist Vessel.
2: Moist. Yeah, what does that even mean? I love it. I don't. I
1: watched it. And I tried to figure it out, couldn't do it, didn't care. Still made my number seven.
2: Of course. Perfect. (laughs) What do you got? (laughs) (laughs) Where are we, number seven? (laughs) Number seven. Where Silence Has Lease. Another good one. Another really great... Next Gen, I got to say, early Next Gen had some great, great titles. Original series had even more. Uh, They put a lot of... A lot of work into coming up with some great titles, I Uh. think, in those early, early days, you know, the early, the earliest days with original series and then the early days of next gen. Yeah, I kind of went downhill from there. I feel like when I was just like looking through, you know, other titles that uh, just see if there are any better ones that I remembered off the top of my head.
1: Uh I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Next Gen had a lot of good ones early on. Uh, the original series yeah. did have some good ones. There was some tough cuts for me, but
2: uh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's it's you nailed it. They they, they were kind of they were trying to be a little more, and I think you use the word poetic. That's really good. They were trying to be a little more poetic. Um, yeah, you know,
2: back, I I love back this back. one. Um, I, I just love the mood that this one evokes. Mm. Um, similar to la- the, my last one, Lonely Among Us, but you know, uh, especially just like thinking about being in deep space. Most of the time, you're on board the enterprise and there's people all around and you know um well there's been a few exceptions that prove that rule i can't remember which episodes but like someone might be wandering around like in the middle of the night and there's like no one around mm. it's uh it's a very cool mood and i feel like this title uh accomplishes that same kind of gets that same feeling across hmm. um voyager did that just, a lot like,
1: voyager had that where like yeah. seven and nine was just the only one up at like you know three in the morning mm. just wandering the ship and
2: yeah that's true that's true
1: so that 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 title would have fit with a couple of those episodes the episode yeah. called one or the one called the void like you could have named them both where silence has least that's really
2: right cool. right i don't remember specifically those episodes but yeah i feel like a lot of a lot of us can be could have been called this yeah just a very very cool title and i have zero memory of what the episode actually is. You oh, I love it.
1: Out? That's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's the one where they encountered ah. Nigelum, the, um that sort of entity in space. They they see like this sort of dot in space and they're kind of studying it and like they can't get a fix on it. It's either there, it's kind of there and not there. Data's trying to figure it out. Um, hmm. Turns out it's just this space creature fucking with him. They ended up putting him in like a, like a lab rat situation where he's studying them and um pretty much tells him he's gonna kill half the crew as an experiment to understand what
2: death means, oh yeah, okay, remember the okay. one Ken,
1: yeah he actually he actually yeah. does kill one dude really badly um but uh, no, I liked that episode it was kind of cool like you know it, it it was almost like a bottle show, which I kind of like um and uh and uh yeah, no it was just interesting you know the the, the whoever voiced uh um uh, was really sort of creepy and eerie, can't remember. Kind of got the feeling we'd, we'd, we'd run into him again at some point because it was kind of really cool. But, yeah, whatever. That was one of the early ones I watched when I, like, I only had a limited amount of Columbia House videotapes. And I was like, oh, right, what's right. my way watch? I just kept you know watching what's funny? over and over.
2: That's a good point. I feel like maybe a lot of these stand out in my mind because I had, like, I don't know, like 12 Columbia House tapes.
1: Right. So, you just, so it was, you it was
2: basically them. the whole first season. Yeah. Uh, this was season two, I think. But It was. But, yeah, that that's funny. That's yeah. a good point. <laughs>
1: good episode though good title all right so my number six it's a double shot it's a double feature um mm. and uh yeah one of my all-time favorite uh titles for both of these in Purgatory's shadow part two is by inferno's light really really cool titles they mean absolutely nothing um i looked it up the uh, writer just kind of wanted cool titles. So he just came and he said really? he thought they sounded really cool. Yeah. I, I expected them to be, oh, they they got to be from like Paradise Lost or, you know, some sort of right. biblical reference or Shakespeare character, you know, Shakespeare character. <laughs> 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 Falstaff was talking to Purgatory Shadow and, uh, yeah. No, but I, uh, I, I thought I'd find some deeper meaning, but according to the D Space Nine, um, you know, companion, they just, they just sounded cool. Um, you know, great two-parter. It's where Cardassia first, um, Turns on the Federation and joins up with the Dominion. Spoiler alert! Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, just, we, we should really start putting the spoiler alerts, like you know, in front, even though it is 30 years later. But uh, <laughs> you know, Cisco dies. Uh, spoiler alert! Um, <laughs> can you imagine? No. But uh, no, no, it's just really, really cool episode titles. Um, they obviously never said those in the episode. You know, uh, that would have been that would have been way, way too. Could you uh, imagine? Too heavy. Yeah, right. you know, can you imagine? You know, I amazing. feel like I am in Purgatory Shadow. That's uh, Matt Berry. It's not a, not a voice impression of him, by the way. Just uh you know, just maybe his inflection or uh you know the his spirit. The, his emoting. Um Yeah. So again, it's all about the title. I'm not gonna go into the whole plot of the episode. It's a really cool two parter. Um, but uh yeah, no, in purgatory shadow and by Inferno's Light. I always loved them, they always sounded cool.
2: Those are perfect entries for the, for this uh, topic because they are truly just uh, meaningless titles that are cool. Yeah. They, the guy just tried to think of something it's cool. Like pure titles.
1: Yeah. All
2: right. Uh, my number six. Yeah. City on the Edge of Forever.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was not my short list.
2: Original series uh, near the end of the uh, first season, I want to say, starring uh, – was it Jackie Collins? No, Joan Who Collins. Played- Joan Collins, right? Jackie.
1: She wrote. She wrote the the novels. Jackie <laughs> Collins wrote uh, what? She wrote.
2: She wrote the novelization of this episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this this episode and the novelization of uh, Jury Duty, the movie starring Paulie Shore, right? <laughs> she
2: wrote that. One. No, 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 it was Biodome.
1: But it was Biodome. You're right.
2: Um. Yeah. But uh. Anyway. So. Well, yeah, I won't get into the episode. Um, even though I keep wanting to. <laughs>
1: Please, if we, these, if we but, uh, can talk about it if you wanted to, but you know, this is we? just episode titles. Oh yeah, we can do whatever we want, dude. We can talk about Superman if we want to. Really? We're not gonna, but we can talk about it. <laughs> we just made a few listeners really excited for like a millisecond. <laughs> 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 Ooh, I know who Superman is, and then that's it. We're gone. <laughs> my, it's funny, my cousin, my cousin just, my cousin Kyle just. Uh, I was texting him the other the other night, and he was just like, "Hey man, listen to the pod. I really like it a lot. I have no fucking clue what you're talking about, but you guys sound great." <laughs> Thanks. That's high praise. Thanks, actually. buddy. Nah, it, it really yeah. is. You That's know, cool. like I've gotten a couple, couple like that where it's like I don't know, you know, who Q is, but good stuff. You know.
2: <laughs> um, so sorry,
1: I've derailed you as I often do. City on the edge of forever.
2: No, please. Great title. So yeah, just a very cool. Um, <laughs> Just a broken record here, but a very cool sounding title. Well, that's half the battle. Again, obviously, that's
1: that's half the battle. Like it's you know they're supposed to sound if 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 they don't have like a super deep meaning, they got to sound cool. Otherwise, it's just descriptive. It's just
2: you know it's just
1: titling for the for the sake of titling them.
2: Right, but it's it's cool because I mean you could completely like uh, unlike some of these uh, you know some some of the titles in general. um, It's it's a very cool. way to describe the episode it really does because um they go back to like depression era new york city bones ends up uh changing the timeline um so they have to like fix it so it's just um because when he changed the timeline uh the enterprise no longer exists so they're like stuck on this planet where they beamed down from uh you know cool like paradox kind of stuff um fun time travel stuff and uh Kind of a kind of a twist on the uh, "what if you kill, killed your own grandfather" paradox thing, but in this case, it was just the uh, life or death of this character, um, Edith something Keeler Keener, Edith
1: Keeler, Ke- Keeler or I think Ke- it's Keeler, yeah. Edith Keeler. I think.
2: Okay,
0: all right,
2: we're totally wrong a bit, uh, but uh, <laughs> so it's cool that like you know this this is they're on the edge of forever, like you know, uh, kind of on the razor's edge between one forever or a different forever yeah um, so that's my uh my expert um deep analysis of <laughs> this episode title that i think is sounds really cool
1: hey man it's not always an expert pod you are an expert but hey you're just t- sounds really <coughs> cool good enough for me man you are going All to be right. jealous of my number five i want to go ahead and say <laughs> that right now let's see because i cheated a little
2: okay Oh uh, okay.
1: I'll uh, I'll tell you the title first because I hate building it up too much. The title is <laughs> "Keshan, His Eyes Open."
2: Oh, and I see why it's a cheat. It's a yeah. cheat
1: because it's from Lower Deck Season Two, which didn't come out yet. Look,
0: yeah, I I, yeah.
1: I, I looked ahead. I, I got so excited I wanted to see, <clears throat> and I looked at yeah. that title and I was like, oh, "I love it!" But here's why this here's why it's on the list. Okay, now the original series um, has always been held up, and a- a- as it should be, as this iconic sort of foundation for everything that Star Trek became since then. Um, you know, so sure. obviously you're going to call episodes the naked now because you're, you right. know, it's an homage to the naked time. You're going to call episodes who mourns for Mourn. It's not just a play on the word right. mourn. It's also an homage to who mourns for Adonis. Um, right. the, um, original series season two episode. So, you know, you have that, you have these homages, um, to the original series. But now we're, now that we're in what I call Star Trek second renaissance, we are getting homages to, the shows that came out of the first Renaissance, so you're getting these homages mm. to Next Gen, to Voyager, to yeah. Deep Space, uh, to Enterprise. So Keshaan, his eyes open, is is a great title. It's you know clearly a take on, you know the Darmok episode of Next Gen right. season five. You know sokat his eyes open, or sokat his eyes uncovered. The way that right,
2: right. that's
1: the uh, Tamarians. I think you want to see Tamarian. Doesn't matter. The way they spoke yeah, in metaphor. Remember. They communicated by way of metaphor, right.
2: um, so it confounded the universal translator.
1: Yeah, so they're not even like it's not even an homage to like an episode title. It's an homage to like you know the way in which they they um, you know communicated in that in that classic episode.
0: Yeah, I, I thought yeah. that was
1: really cool. It was, it was an additional passing of the torch. You know, it wasn't Star Trek so Generations true. with Kirk passing it to Picard. Now it's now it's um, you know <laughs> it's Picard saying you know I'm sorry. It, it, it's it's these new shows just kind of you know giving the props. To to these these older shows, right. not quite as right. old as original series, but I thought that was really cool. <laughs>
2: well, at the what time, we're at that point actually. Now. You know, it's funny uh, that next gen episode aired longer ago now than uh, uh, the original series aired. Yeah, I, I know gen what you then. mean.
1: Right? Okay. Yes, you, that's true. So next gen was like 60, 69 scary. to, to sixty seven, right? Oh, sixty seven.
2: Or yeah, what I mean whatever season It ended. It was, whenever it ended like yeah, late sixties.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah, whatever. It was late sixties or early nineties. And now it's like early nineties mm-hmm. to, right? To uh <laughs> to the early twenty twenty. So, so pretty 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 crazy. Uh, uh yeah. So yeah. that's yeah, don't don't get depressed. This is a happy pod. And uh just remember Moist Vessel was the name of an a Star Trek episode. <laughs> <laughs> how, how can you could you go wrong with
2: that? <laughs> I am looking forward to uh, to finding out what this episode is about though. I saw this title too. Yeah, Keyshawn. Keyshawn. Um, a few listed right now. I love it. Yeah. He's
1: apparently a wide receiver for the Jets who's on this uh, <laughs> lower Decks episode. Key it's Keyshawn. Keyshawn Johnson. I'm just making a joke about <laughs> Keyshawn. Yeah. But Keyshawn, right? His eyes open. So that, that's pretty cool. So that was my. Uh, cool. What was that? My number
2: five. Okay. My number five. Balance of Terror. Mm. Again, so this original series, uh, this is our first time we see the Romulans and actually the first time any human has ever seen a Romulan even though they went had a giant war apparently um like a century earlier but uh just the title balance of terror uh the, the just so cool um the episode is is very much like kind of like a um well so the, this is the first time they discover that Romulans have a cloaking device um so it's a mystery at first whereas you know what what's happening we can't we don't see any ship but there's some there's this shit happening so it's a cool mystery and i i just remember it being very um very low key slight dread like undercurrent throughout the episode <clears throat> yeah um just the two ships kind of um trying to find each other trying to trying to damage each other um it's like a classic kind of like uh like naval battle movie plot i want to say you know yeah. All that said, balance of terror was just—I don't know—it—it it, it, it sums it up nicely somehow, uh, in a "je ne sais quoi" kind of way.
1: Yeah, for sure. Right to the point. It, you know, it—it's it, really interesting when I think about that episode from from a from a standpoint of someone who is just watching the original series now and just watched that episode recently.
0: Yeah. There was yeah.
1: more intrigue to us seeing them on next gen for me than there was. Mm-hmm. You know, going back, you know, it's it's like uh, the fact that like the Romulan War happened before the original Star Trek series, mm-hmm. so really the only buildup for them being seen is just in that episode, right? So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, oh, no has sure. seen them. My God, you know. So the fact that you know, time now we know who Romulans are. You watched the original series, and now a lot of time has passed, and you know, it, it's almost more of a mysterious reveal in Neutral Zone. Than it is balance of terror. It's kind of interesting. I agree. They they did a great job. They did everything they could, but really, there's there's kind of a losing battle because they you know if they had set it up at the beginning of the series maybe or something, but
2: yeah, they didn't have that kind of force. Still, still
1: very cool though. And you're right. Balance of terror is an interesting way to kind of put that.
2: If you if you look at it aside from from the fact that they are the Romulans, just as like a standalone episode, I, I think it's pretty effective.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Good stuff, man. All right, so my number four is uh, "Nor the Battle to the Strong." It's a uh, mm. DS Nine episode, season five. Uh, okay. It's an episode in which uh, Jake Cisco uh, is just a writer, and he realizes that um, he's not quite as brave as he thought he was. It was a really um, mm. cool uh, "Come to Jesus" episode for him, <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. Um, but the episode title, I, you know, I always liked. I always liked it. I always assumed it was Shakespeare. I, I'd never looked it up. Thought it was Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's a biblical quote. Um, oh. he, he may have used it at some point, but it's a biblical quote from Ecclesiastes. And the whole mm-hmm. quote is really cool. It's, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, cool. Yeah. Really,
1: it's just – and again, it's not – you know, it's not that super hard to understand, you know, nor the battle to the strong kind of gets, you know, gets right yeah. to the point, you know. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. You know, the
1: strongest does not always win the battle. The richest is not always, right. you know, stuff like that. It's simple stuff. But I just always kind of liked it. And right. they also had the ellipses before it in the title, which I liked.
2: That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. I like the fact that it starts with nor, you know, the word nor, like, okay, so it comes before that. But right. that's for just that that fact alone is very cool.
1: So I mean, I always thought that was cool. I liked it. It was a pretty decent episode. Doesn't blow you mm-hmm. away, but I always liked that title. Even the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh, nor the yeah. battle to the strong." It's interesting. Again, yeah. thought it was Shakespeare, which is you know cool too. But a good, uh,
2: a good guess. Yeah, a, yeah. A fair guess for for the series. Yeah, twas the Bible the franchise, Old Testament. Cool.
1: That's all I got.
2: All right. Take care. See you. Oh, just for your number four. You oh mean?
1: yeah, that's it. No, we got to do more. Yeah, do more.
2: Oh okay okay. All right. So my number four then. Uh, parallax, (laughs) Voyager, uh, very early Voyager episode. This is my list in my list because, uh, when did Voyager start? What year?
1: 95.
2: Yeah. So I, I had heard this term before in my life at that point. You know, I was, uh, uh, yeah, I was probably a junior in high school at that point. Um, I hadn't taken physics classes yet. Uh, so, So, it stood out to me anyway, um, because I was like, I wonder what that means. Um, You know, found out uh, through physics class and then um, astronomy and college and whatnot. And It's basically, you know, when you see something uh, from different angles, it becomes like in front of different things that are further away. So, it's kind of like you're seeing things in different contexts depending on how you look at it, you know, physically how you look at it. Um, it's also the same phenomenon, 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 um, (laughs) that accounts for why we have 3d vision. It's because we have the two eyes and we can, you know, each eye sees it. Everything's slightly different with respect to things in the foreground, things in the background. So that's how we can perceive depth. Uh, and in, in astronomy, it's how we actually, uh, measure the distance to stars, uh, to, to relatively nearby stars and, and and objects as the earth moves in its orbit we can see that this relatively nearby thing is changing with respect to the background in other words very distant things mm-hmm. like galaxies or just even further away star systems and whatnot um, so just using trigonometry we can determine exactly how far away it is by measuring the the, the angle of you know uh, the background I, uh objects that we can see at different points in our orbit uh, i'm just rambling about You, you this stuff off now. there for
1: a second all right you had, me, you had me sort of entranced
2: oh sorry that's okay i never ever want to entrance you <laughs> it's never my intention i swear to god um <laughs> but anyway so yeah and um so, yeah, so after finding out kind of what that meant, like, you know, when I would come back to this episode, uh, happened upon it, it was cool because the story had, like, um, involved time travel, sort of, and uh, an event horizon of, of a singularity, a.k.a. a black hole. Uh, they called it a quantum singularity, I think, though, <laughs> to make it just a little more intriguing. But um, singularity is uh, quantum, by definition, and relativistic. That's uh, neither here nor there. Um, so they, they see, uh, Voyager, they, they don't realize it's Voyager, but they see another ship, I think. Yeah. Uh, they think it's another ship. Um, and you know, so going back to the title, it's like, uh, you know, it looks like a different ship, but like, oh, now that we're, we've come to the, the point in, in the timeline where now we are that ship. Yeah. They were seeing themselves in the future. It's pretty tricky. Kind of, you know, seeing things in different ways from different perspectives. Um, I don't know. Just cool. It was cool. I've I heard, like it. Red Tom
1: Paris was like the rest of us. Like, uh, wait, but that doesn't make any sense. And then Janeway, you know, throws out her uh one of the <laughs> hardest things to grasp is sometimes the effect can precede cause. I I, I did a little Janeway for you there. But uh
2: <laughs> That was pretty good. Yeah, that was, I gave it a little was scarily bit. good. Holy shit. <laughs> Well, I watched that episode. No, a I'm lot. not kidding. No, I. Yeah.
1: I, I, sometimes I can bring it, folks. Um, but I will tell you this: like, that's cool because I never knew what that meant. I always thought it was a cool title, "Parallax," really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the only yeah. other time I'd ever heard it was in a Rush song, the uh, the awesome nerds of music, Rush. Um, <laughs> right. Oddly enough, it was if in, anyone in a rap if anyone part. Would have right, if anyone that, was going to know what a parallax yeah. was, we'd use it in like a, in like a rap <laughs> part of their you know uh, progressive <laughs> rock song. It would have been uh, Rush. uh, It was was in Roll the Bones, if anybody wants to know. Listen to the song Roll the Bones, and you'll hear Parallax.
2: Um, I feel like we've talked about this now that you mention it. Really? Yeah, I really do. Okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Here we are again. Good
1: stuff. Parallax. Good episode title. Cool. All right. Number three. Number three, number three is The Die is Cast. Also a two-part. I was tempted to put in the first part um, as well, Improbable Cause, but that's sort of – not impressive to me. Um, it's sort of more to the yeah. point. Um, it's Agreed. not. It's not like a, the previous two part of that I used. So the die is cast. I do like that. It's a little more uh, metaphorical. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously referring to the fact that once the die are thrown, you can't take them back. You can't um, change right. anything. Um, so yeah, I uh, I love the uh, title. I love the episode. Um, I love gambling. So I think the die is cast uh, <laughs> works for me. Um, no, so re- really, so um, it's the one where the Romulans and the Cardassians um, sort of secretly form a fleet and they want to destroy the Founders' homeworld. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the um, the intelligence community of both species, the Obsidian Order and the Tal Shiar, uh, mm-hmm. decided to try to do this. Turns out they, uh, you know, one of the Romulans was a founder. Um, right. Actually, uh, right. Leland Orser was the guest star on that show and he was the founder. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I like him. He's been in a couple of Star Trek episodes. Um, yeah, yeah. He definitely. was in a Voyager as well. Uh, no, it's a really good episode. Um, really fitting for sort of, you know, speaks to the fact that, okay, the war's on. Like, you know, obviously the war right. war didn't start yet. The
2: point of no return, right? It,
1: it totally is, right. Hence the die is right. cast. So yeah, I mean, really yeah. just like you said it before, a succinct, uh, sort of way to put it. Um, yeah. And uh, the fact that it's a Garrick episode, um, I feel like that metaphor sort of fits a little bit more, you know, um, not that he's a gambler or anything, but uh <laughs> but he does like to play his games, doesn't he? You know. Yeah, um, you're right, right. Yeah. So so I really like I really like that title. Uh and oh FYI, um the rest of my list is all DS nine. So I'm gonna go ahead and give you a uh, oh, wow. little teaser there. Um Okay. Yeah. When Fair I enough. first put this together, it was it was like seven out of my ten were DS nines. Um I do wanna say on record, I think they named their titles the best out of all the shows.
2: Interesting. We'll see if you agree I would with me. Disagree. We'll see. No. I don't. Let me, spoiler let me, alert. Let me dazzle you with
0: you're my next tune. <laughs> that's a spoiler.
1: <laughs> I didn't know I was wrong until you told me, but now that you told me.
2: Well, that's what I'm, I'm here wrong. for. Yeah. Spoiler. Um, I do want to maybe blow your mind, but also maybe I'm completely wrong about this. But I think the, the, the phrase, the die is cast, refers to not dice, but um, an actual like molding, uh, like a cast iron Uh mold really i could be totally wrong about that though you know
1: what i'll tell you what though if it is dice wouldn't it be the die are cast
2: no because die is singular
1: die is singular okay so then that is correct the die is cast gotcha okay okay. yeah you'd say the dice the dice are cast if that
2: was i wonder yeah i wonder if maybe maybe no one even knows it could be it it could easily be both right i mean they both can be very uh could be Plausible origins. You know what's really interesting. Well,
1: it's funny how I I am sort of you know moderately interested in in I think it's entomology the mm-hmm. word origins. I was getting confused right. with entomology with the insects, right? Right. But, right. Um, right. Entomology. Yeah. So I I'm really fascinated by that. Um, and, and you know it's funny I was just watching a West Wing episode and they use that 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 phrase. And this sort of compounded the reason why I thought it was actual dice because, mm-hmm. um, you know, they mentioned the dice cast man, and he said, you know, there's a point after you cast the dice, but before it hits the table, if you breathe the mm. wrong way, you could affect its blah blah blah. So
2: yeah, interesting. So,
1: the, ah, but they could okay. clearly be getting it from where you said it was from, you know. So the thing I was going to say about entomology is that like you, you're never a hundred percent sure right like yeah
2: exactly. exactly you ask
1: you ask an entomologist where the middle finger came from you're going to get three different stories sometimes as to yeah. where that yeah. that custom came from so it's interesting you know and and if one is retold and retold enough it pretty much becomes history it pretty much just gets cemented and that's kind of what it is it it so goes true. from being like um you know just an urban myth or you know a misnomer to it just it just solidifies so with yeah. that one i'm not saying that one solidified but you know in my mind it did a long, it
2: was a long time ago. <laughs> well if you go with my uh my origin then solidified is in a literal sense. Oh yeah. Well done. <laughs> very poetic.
1: You're very lonely among us tonight. You're very loud tonight.
2: Well, it is where silence has lease. After all, so.
1: <laughs> I wish Jesus folks Christ. I wish it did.
2: Wow.
1: <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. All right. We need to stop immediately. Number three. Go.
2: Number three. The Neutral Zone. Okay. Next gen season finale, season one finale. So foreboding. Uh, we know what the Neutral Zone is from the original series. Uh, And at that point, I guess the movies? Yes. Um, they mentioned it in the movies. I think. What, what's that?
1: I know they have mentioned it in the movies.
2: They did, right? Like mm-hmm. in the earlier movies? At least once. Yeah. And sometimes but in the movies didn't they sometimes refer uh didn't it refer to uh like a, a neutral zone they had with the Klingons? Did or it? Am I totally wrong about that? I'm not sure. I, I always I've always had that in the back of my head that like there was something with the Klingons when it came to the neutral zone. Whether it was a different neutral zone that we had with the Klingons before we went to war with them or after, I don't know.
1: It's A lot of neutral anyway, zones.
2: That's beside the point. <laughs> That's why it's they're lot neutral. A lot of right?
1: neutral zones. Uh, I
2: don't know. Yeah. Oh, no, if we I'm, can I'm keep just up, saying. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who really knows? <laughs> um, Off the rails. <laughs> we we can't even air this episode. I this point. Which means we're
1: 100 um, going to air it. <laughs> Whenever we say that, it's like it's like a I badge know. of honor where we know what We are we're not editing that part out. Screw you.
2: <laughs> That's staying in. Deal with it. All right. Fine. Um I don't know what to say about this one.
1: <laughs> you already uh, did. You gave me the title. We could have just recited ten titles and called it a day. <laughs> but we decided to talk about track baby.
2: I know you're right. You're right. Uh when you're right, you're right. <laughs> you were right. Um playing and uh, automobiles? No. No, uh, that's John Candy. But it was John Candy. It was. Yeah. Give it to me. I can't. I'm asking. Space balls. God damn it. Good job. Good call though. Good job. Good guess. Well, yeah, so the whole episode was, uh, was you know, uh, all right, so first of all, I'm not counting the A slash B story. Uh, who knows if it's supposed to be the A or the B story. We talked about this before. Can't be the B Of story. the 20th century humans, uh, right. frozen, unfrozen caveman lawyers who were just floating in space and <laughs> uh, provided the comic relief, basically. But um, yeah. other than that, uh, just, just a, a cool mystery uh, story the episode. No one knows why the Federation outposts are, or outposts are being destroyed that are along the neutral zone. We think that maybe it's the Romulans and, um, but nobody, you know, the, we find out that, oh, the Romulans don't know either, really. It's just like, uh, I don't know, it evokes kind of like, uh, the neutral zone, kind of like, um, uncharted territories. Mm. Uh, and just, it,
1: it's very no the, man's land in World War One, right? It's very right. very demilitarized yeah. zone in korea right, right
2: right yeah right um i really don't know what i'm trying to say here i can't quite get the words out as um you may have or may not have noticed well i feel like i just like it
1: no and, and, and i feel like if you know the original series like you there's a there's a there's a compound there's another mystique on top of the, the words the neutral zone um yeah. in, in in the lore of star trek you know you oh shit the neutral they talk about that but they never you know, we've only seen the Romulans a couple of times. Well, what's going on? Is, you know, I would imagine if you, if you saw that title pop on screen and you were a diehard original series fan, you'd be like, Holy shit, have we even seen the Romulans? Like, that would have been so cool. Yeah. I, I wish I was yeah, on board yeah, yeah. with that, you know? So true. So true. Yeah. I only knew the real and world implications of that title. I didn't know the Star Trek lore impl- implications of yeah. the title. So that would have been really cool.
2: Same. Down. Same. Yeah.
1: So that's good. Good one.
2: Cool. That's it.
1: All right. Number two, In the Pale Moonlight. Mm. Love that title. I, I thought for sure again that when I looked up what where this title came from. Now, obviously, I knew where I knew of it from.
2: <laughs> right, the
1: movie Batman movie with Jack Nicholson. Of course. Have you, you ever danced the with the Joker. devil in the pale moonlight? Um, right. Sure. I thought that he got I that mean, from yeah. something. I, I don't think so. I think this is a Star Trek episode named after a Joker line from from a Batman. Come movie. on. You really think so? I could I couldn't find where else it came from. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't go to the library and have a montage where I was, you know, looking through books for seven several <laughs> hours. But I, uh, I mean, I, I did some moderate research online, you know. Yeah. To quote uh, the rewatchables, I did some half-assed internet research, and uh, <laughs> right. and I, uh, I, I, I couldn't find it. I mean, every single time I, I just looked up that phrase, all I saw was the Joker line. Um, so wow. I'm going to get ahead and go with it. Uh, so I think it's freaking awesome that we have a Star Trek title that was taken directly from, you know, not just a movie quote, but like, you know, a Jack
2: Nicholson quote, but a Joker quote, which I think is really, I can't, really I cool. can I, I, I know, I know. I cannot, I cannot abide this. I know. I, I, that's not what I mean. Like, it would be amazing if that were true. No, I, I know, um, I know what you're
1: saying. I I, know I can't fathom
2: not. it. Yeah.
1: I, okay. It you can't s- fathom that, that, that line wouldn't be from somewhere else, or you can't fathom that they would name it after just that.
2: Right. Is the that latter. no
1: the latter? See, okay, that's 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 more believable to me than the former. Like, I think it's more, it's less believable that that wouldn't have come from somewhere before it was in the Batman script. I think it's completely plausible that that line has <laughs> has since passed into the vernacular as a uh, you know sort of a, a Joker quote. Yeah, a Joker quote. Yeah,
2: I think yeah, but okay. So what so what series was this? What year are we talking about?
1: Well, this is um. DS nine season six, so this is nineteen ninety eight ish.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's
1: so, only nine years after the Batman movie.
2: Yeah, but but that's still enough time for it to be not w- super weird. I think to use it, right? Um, yes, and let's like also if, not if,
1: forget that it, that um it was also in the Prince song too. Like that sound bite got, has mm-hmm. some mileage, right? Like it was in the but Bat But it's still the Joker song. quote. Oh, yes. It's a sample. Right? Oh, yes. Yeah, but well, of course. Right. Yeah, yeah it's not him saying it. I'm singing that. Yeah, it's the it's, yeah. it's Joker soundbite. Right.
2: Are you going to sing it for us?
1: I could. You know, the Bat, Bat, Bat Dance.
2: Remember that horrible? It was horrible.
1: He did the whole soundtrack to that movie. Bat
2: Dance, Bat Dance. Yeah. He did. Except that he didn't. What do you mean? I think there was like. No, just like there, it wasn't, it was barely in the movie, any of, any of his music. Oh, um, they came out with, uh. Well, the one, the, the original the party
1: man was in there for sure.
2: Yeah. Party yeah, that's, man. That's the one I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah, that, I know, right? Was there another one? Maybe not. I don't think so. Maybe one other, like very briefly. But remember they came out with, uh. Oh, there
1: definitely was another one. They were there they in the gallery. Um, that was definitely a Prince song when he was mocking up all the, um, all yes, the paintings. Right. That was definitely, I, I'm I sure there's more than we realized.
2: One, yeah. yeah, Maybe. But Remember they came out with both the soundtrack by Prince and the score record. Like oh sure. Both, the score both, was uh, awesome. Danny Elfman. Yeah. And that's what I I bought the Prince one thinking that it was going to be the uh the score. Yeah, why and not was, put like, them both together, Chris. Really disappointed. Yeah. <sighs>
1: Is that an insult More to money. Prince or Danny Elfman? I'm not sure.
2: Neither and both.
1: No 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 no. Yeah, it was a great great a uh, great score.
2: To that movie. Yeah.
1: So yeah, you know what? Yeah, so like I said, anyway, I, I I looked it up, and I mean, either way, um, it's a cool title. Either way, um, either way, now since it has passed into the, uh, the vernacular, and I'm using that phrase for a reason, um, <laughs> it um, it it's everyone knows sort of the implication of saying in the pale moonlight, like you, it, it's a very eerie sort of uh, you know, questioning character kind of thing. You know, uh, I, right. I I like it a lot. As soon as I saw the title, I was like, ooh, that's kind of cool. Even like hmm. the first time. And then when you watch it, it's, you know, it's, it might, it's, you know, we'll have that top 10 at some point, but that'll be in my top 10 for DS9 episodes for sure. I just don't know where.
2: Well, I, I got to f- find out more about this. I would say probably the most likely, more likely than any of your two possibilities where this came from is that both the movie and the writers who came up with the, the title independently came up with... That phrase, without, I mean, I mean, obviously, Batman came first, but I feel like the Star Trek writers just conjured that phrase, um separate from, like, out of the ether, separate from oh, it being from. from I Batman. think you
1: are one hundred and ten percent wrong. I, I can't imagine one
2: hundred and ten percent. Yeah, right?
1: you know mm. what. You know what? You know what we can do. We could we could do one of those things where the pod pauses, we look it up, and then we continue the conversation.
2: <laughs> I'm too tired for that.
1: We've never done that before. <laughs> I'm I I can almost reach this Deep Space Nine companion, and I can look it up because I'm pretty sure that's that's where I um,
2: saw it in the first. Place. All right. If you seriously have the companion, I have it right here. Hold on. At least see what that says about it, rather than just Google. So, what'd you find, Phil?
1: Uh, absolutely nothing. I read through the. The companion, and um, they didn't mention where
2: they got the title from. Cover to cover, you read the whole thing. Yeah, Well, Felt you know like what? That. I
1: have in the past. Um, I, I actually got my research for my number one from the D Space Nine companion, and I do have that story, but for some reason they didn't cool. mention where they got the title in the Pale Moonlight. And I think it's because we all know they got it from the Joker in 1989's Batman.
2: All right. We shall see. If you, any, uh, if, if, if you DJ can find writers, keep, you can housekeep my ass next, next episode if you want.
1: <laughs> and yeah guys if you know if you know the expression in the palm one light where they might have gotten that episode title from besides the joker please let us know we'll uh, we'll give you a lot of
2: www.philliswrong.com <laughs> uh, there's a lot of traffic on that website
1: all right <laughs> you got number two buddy
2: i got my number two my number two times arrow so times arrow uh similar to parallax um, has a lot of physics implications. Very fascinating uh, physics implications. It basically refers to the fact that time moves in one direction. for some reason, at the very least, we perceive time to move in one direction. V- various uh, formulae of of physics and equations and and um, all the math and everything, you can basically ha- you can basically reverse things in space, and you can reverse them in time. There's nothing saying you can't. Um, In other words, there's no known physical reason, except for one, that time has to always be positive. Um, That one exception is um, entropy. It's basically the law of thermodynamics. It's basically saying a system will become more random over time. And what, what that means, in part, is that Um, A system will lose usable energy. Uh, Energy will be be converted to heat, which is uh, no longer usable, um, you know, in as usable form. And uh, it's just a law of diminishing returns. Um, That's the only physical mechanism that we can conceive of that actually measures time as moving in one direction. Uh, We can actually observe time moving in one direction. Um, and I, just use, I just use a
1: watch. Does that work or
2: what's that? <laughs> I said
1: I just use a watch. Doesn't it doesn't work? <laughs> so the arrow you you're switch, saying is switch like, the gears. It's like um, it, so the like the arrow only travels in one direction, like a, on a straight. Well, it's line? a
2: it's a phrase. It's a phrase, right? Yeah, it, it, times arrow is it, it is somewhat of a metaphorical phrase. Um, although, yeah, you can you can you know write it on a on a graph. So that that's not
1: from. They didn't make that up. That that's a thing.
2: Yeah. No. That's a, that's a that's a very physical thing. Or it's a very uh, real phrase huh. used in physics, uh, in psychology, um, philosophy. Yeah. Um, Arthur Eddington, the astronomer, uh, made it quote unquote popular. Um, talked about it in a book he wrote or a paper or something. Um, he used that phrase, and that's kind of where. It, I don't know if it came, I don't think it came, maybe it did, maybe it did come from him. Anyway, I'm rambling about something that doesn't even really matter in terms of this conversation. Well,
1: it does now. It does because, matter. Because uh, maybe they got the, um, maybe that's where they got the uh, character name of Michael Eddington, Eddington from on uh, D-Space. Maybe
2: they named him after that. Oh, I don't know. Who was that? I don't remember. He
1: was a security officer who, um, he was on, he was a recurring character on DS9 until he oh, betrayed okay. Cisco and joined the Maquis.
2: Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Pretty cool. Who yeah, who knows? Yeah. So anyway, so 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 you know, it's it's you know, physicists are always. It's one of the unanswered questions. Um, why why do we perceive time to move in one direction? Damn. Um, Damn, Doctor Space coming out here, baby. Doctor, 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 Doctor Space. Doctor Space. That's right. That's me. I forgot. That is you. I forgot you dubbed me that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I take it with honor.
0: That's right.
1: That's good stuff, man. Well, anyway. uh, Time's Arrow. I just thought they made up, made up something cool. Nope. <laughs> nope. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. My number one. I mentioned it on our previous pod, so maybe you knew this was coming, um, but uh, it's inter arma inam sealant legis
2: is the name of yes. this episode. You did mention that before. Yes, I did.
1: Um I don't remember how or why, but I brought it up as Me my either. favorite episode title and it is um it's Latin. It means uh in times of war the laws fall silent. I think I might have said the hmm. law falls short in the previous pod, but it's definitely in think times you of translated war. Translated it at all. I think I did. I just said it really fast. I okay. talk fast sometimes. <laughs> too, <laughs> I, too fast for my stupid brain. I'm told. Um <laughs> so in times of war, the laws fall silent. So yeah, this was DS9 season seven episode. Um, it's, it's the last standalone episode before the 10 episode arc that ends the show. So mm. Ronald D. Moore wrote this episode. He got this title from a William Rehnquist book about Lincoln. And Lincoln mm. was apparently suspending the writ of habeas corpus during the Civil War. But on the book jacket right. was a blurb about how this was a classic case of inter arma sealant legus. Oh wow. Yeah, like like we all say when we when we go to the bookstore. Yeah, um, obviously. So apparently Ronald D. Moore just consulted like the research, you know, uh, person on uh you know on DS9. And she was like, Yeah, you can pretty much move any words around in Latin you want. It still means the same thing. Um, word order is not that important. Huh. And just however you wanted it to sound cool. So he just ma- made it so it sounded cool. He added item. Really? Um, yeah. Huh. So he thought it was a great title, Inter Arma Einem Selent Legis. And they do have the um, phonetic spelling in the companion, so I am pronouncing that right. I don't think I did last time, actually, but I reconsulted it again. And I think I was saying Enem Selent Legis, but it's Einem, E-Y-E, um, Selent are... Legis.
2: Oh, God. What? You make me sick sometimes. You just make me sick sometimes. I know.
1: I mean, I, I try not to, but I also get off on it, so I'm going to keep going. Um... <laughs> So yeah, so this it's a cool episode title. I you know, I, I love the fact that um you know that he just uh you know was really really going above and beyond to try to come up with something good um like a, like a good title. I know that there was a moderate uh competition going on on the DS9 staff to come up with a you know episode titles. Probably why it ramped, yeah. ramped up towards the end.
2: Um Interesting. I yeah.
1: Didn't know that. Yeah, I know there's some, some cool stuff going on there. But uh, yeah, I mean there's, there's 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 not much more um you know, I just like the title. I thought it was really cool. Oh, and also, so I, I realized this today and I didn't, it's one of those things that just kind of happens. Um, it happened on one of our pods where I was remembering something that I learned in my life and it was a freaking Star Trek thing. And I couldn't, I, I, I didn't even remember it was Star Trek. That's how embedded <laughs> it was in my, in my mind. So, <laughs> so I used the expression before. Um, it has since passed into the vernacular. Um, and I realized okay. that I, – I use that expression a yeah. lot. And I got that epi- that that expression from this episode. So, really? Yeah. So, William Sadler was, you know, Sloan from Section 31 and him and Bashir right. were on this ship. Uh, the I think it was the Bellerophon ship and um, mm. it was a Federation ship. And I believe that uh, – uh, I'm sorry. Bashir was having a conversation with the Admiral and the Romulan ambassador about uh, – you know, where the phrase never say die came from. So Sloan, you know, I guess in his undercover, he's he's an etymologist. So he popped up and said, oh, yeah, it's based on, you know, it's an old earth poem that's based on Shakespeare's Merchant of Venice, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he he said, you know, it has since passed into the vernacular as an exhortation to never give up no matter the cost. And you know, for some reason, in the '90s, this is one of my favorite episodes. I watched it over and over and over and over. Really. And I, I just started saying that because I thought it was just a cool way to put that. And I, I organically <laughs> awesome. said it earlier in this pod, and I yeah. hesitated for a second. I was like, I can't believe I'm saying it naturally, organically. <laughs> and I meant, I meant to bring it up at, when I brought up this final episode, but, um, I, I, but then I did it organically on the pod. Star Trek has really become a part. I mean. I suppose sort of anything that you're really into, um, you know, TV, movies, books, comics, anything you're into, theater, anything, it will become a part of who you are at some point if you're that into it. Sure. Um, but sure. Star Trek is perhaps the most embedded of anything in my uh, in my mind as far as, you know, informing how I speak or, you know, just the way I look at things. Um, it's a great thing. Yeah. It's a great yeah. thing. And I it kind of reminds more. me of – of why we're kind of doing this every time that happens. And I, and I like that.
2: Seriously. Yeah. It, it's so true. I mean, you know, we've, we've, like you said, we, we, we've talked about this before, touched on it, but it bears repeating that it, it's so, and it's such an accepted kind of um, thing that Star Trek has just entered this, you know, the unconscious or the subconscious of human society um, at sure. this point. But it's, It's true. It's 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 true and and you and I can both speak to that uh from a personal uh perspective cuz it's in our literal unconsciousness uh, unconsciousnesses and subconsciousnesses literally um, yeah it's just so much of it is it's just embedded there
1: It's crazy. I mean, would you say it has
2: since passed into the Zeitgeist as I w- would not. You would not. Okay. I would not use that phrase. I would I believe you would. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I I think I would say that I would use that phrase with with uh, panache.
1: It was well written. It was a well written phrase. I think that's why I admired it. I liked the way that yeah. episode was written. So
2: Very cool. I think that's why Very I did cool. It.
1: Luke's number one. Hide and Q. Uh, it's a uh, I'm you sorry. stole my joke. Did I step on your toes? Were you really going to say that?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh I my was. God, I'm sorry.
1: I meant to say it for one of mine and I, I realized I, I, I ran out of I ran out of you numbers. You did. No, I think you did, didn't you? No, no. I, 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 if, uh, if I did, I just, that means I loved it that much. Sorry. Sorry, dude. I stepped on your joke.
2: Uh, no, but for real, my number one. Yeah. Hiding Q. No, I'm kidding. Um, it fooled me. <laughs> um, no, for real. My number one. Operation Annihilation. Oh, no. oh come I'm on. I'm kidding again. I'm kidding again. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I actually had that as a joke, but then you had it as your real one. And I was like, yeah, why would why would that be a joke? That's a fucking awesome title. <laughs> what a roller coaster, huh, folks? Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Do you want my real number one? I'm not sure anyone cares except me, but I want At it. this point. I want it back. I know. So I will say this one um, – this is the exception to kind of my uh, methodology, if you could call it that, of, of just listening off the titles that always stuck with me. Um, I put this as number one just because like, I kind of felt like I had to, which is a stupid, stupid reason. Um, but I really like it. Here's why. It is Where No Man Has Gone Before. Mm, okay. Original series, uh, I believe, first episode after – well, I think, I think this – was a pilot. I think this was a, um actually produced as a second pilot. It's the first episode with Kirk in it that was produced as captain. Okay. Um I I remember reading vaguely I'm sorry, I'm like probably munging this all up, but munging. Um yeah, I think uh you know so so the cage was, you know, the infamous unaired pilot um with um Pike as captain, um, and I'm blanking on the actor's name. But so William Shatner was not in in that pilot. This, I believe, was Gene Roddenberry's second shot huh. at um, producing a pilot and being like, "Come on, guys! Come on! Come on! Come on! on!" Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, but I mean, it's just it's called "Where No Man Has Gone Before," and and that is, I mean, talk about the zeitgeist, or not. Well, not the zeitgeist at all. That's exactly not what I mean. Um, I put I put that word
1: in your head and just, now you can't get rid of it.
2: Yeah, I know. You son of a bitch. Yeah. You do that all the time. I do that. Um, but yeah, talk about just like the, uh, the uh, I mean, the epitome of, of, of Star Trek. Yeah. Is encapsulated in that one phrase. Sure. Right? Of course, it's been, you know, uh, modified slightly in m- more recent times to where no one has gone before. Rightfully so. Um, indeed. But... Um, you know and kudos to I was thinking about this when I was thinking about this episode, but kudos to uh, next gen for changing that, um, as early as 1987 for sure. Um, yeah, um, pretty progressive yeah. for the time, I think, very progressive, yeah, yeah, cool. But, um, anyway, title that's it. I mean, yeah, so you know what's it's funny? Awesome.
1: So, just talking about so. I feel like you might be right. I know as far as airing goes, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because you know, I'm trying to memorize all the original series episodes as I go along. So yeah, right. just to see if I could do it, to see if I'm that old where I can't still memorize something. So I'm doing good. I got a season and a half <laughs> memorized in order. So yeah. it was definitely The Cage, The Man Trap, Charlie X, where no one, where no man has gone before. So that doesn't mean it wasn't okay. produced first. It doesn't mean it wasn't the second pilot.
2: Yes. It right. just
1: means and that-, that that's how they're releasing them. That's how.
2: And that was like uh, – in the original series is infamous for for um, airing completely out of the order that episodes were produced. <laughs> right. And then
1: if you um, watch them, it makes no sense in some ways, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, – I don't know. I felt like that had to be – someone's number one. You know, so it, why not, why? someone's
1: got to do it. Someone's got to do this stuff, you know, where, where the, the, the picks should be there. And that's you. You do that. That's me. I'm still getting flack for not putting the Enterprise in my ship designs
2: anywhere, the original Enterprise. <laughs> my brother- Insane. Did you even have the Enterprise D? Oh, of course I did. Okay. I have to have Enterprise remember. D. Okay. Um, no,
1: about yeah. your brother? Oh, you know, he's just like, dude, You didn't. the original Enterprise wasn't in there, he doesn't give two shits about the original series, but right. he's like, seriously, dude. <laughs> have you ever thought
2: about doing even a- Even he was upset. Soccer podcast.
1: I'm like, no, we're going to do Star Trek, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's that's it man that that, that that's our podcast so yeah, yeah please listen hit us up let us know how we're doing man uh let us know instagram twitter at stwarp10 leave a comment um leave a leave a dirty joke don't leave a dirty joke uh leave a comment leave anything <laughs> you want um like i said maybe we'll mention you on the pod uh thank you for for leaving said comment and uh yeah just love uh, to, yeah. just shout out let us know you're listening we really want to hear how we're doing um
2: if you do have a dirty joke, you can email it to us so it's private <laughs> at stwarp10 at gmail.com. That's a real email. <laughs> I don't think we ever mentioned the email. I we mean, never use email anymore. We never did. But you know, if you do want, if you do have something in all seriousness, you know, something you want to share with us in private, um, whatever, like hit us up anytime. Yeah, we're lonely and bored.
1: Lonely among us. You brought it home, baby. Well done. There we go. Well done. All right, that's it, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening, and we, uh, we'll see you soon.
2: We'll see you next time.